0: This episode of Tags Podcast is sponsored by Promescent. Last longer and edge longer in bed. Go to Delayspray.com, use our promo code TAGS15 and get a special discount. It's Delayspray.com, promo code TAGS15. What's going on? You are listening to Tags Podcast, a.k.a. Talk About Gay Sex. I'm your host, Steve Rodriguez, alongside my co-host, Jeremy Ross Lopez. Hey, hey. How are
1: you? I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. Um, we just got off of a fun weekend. We're going to talk about some of our shenanigans. We did. This is episode 118. Woo. We're moving forward. I wanted to make a quick announcement that uh, in a couple of weeks, season five, Five of Tag's podcast is kicking off and that's going to be Tuesday, September 10th and you can expect some new changes for the show as you can imagine we are always growing and moving forward and we've got some really cool killer things that don't worry we're going to remain the show will stay in its format. But there's going to be some cool, uh, exciting new things, along with some really cool special guests. Yes, definitely. You and I have been watching uh, some films that we're going to interview some of the directors. Some good
1: documentaries. Yeah,
0: that are making their way out at New Fest here in New York, as well as On Demand. I'm excited about that. So Tuesday, September 10, season five kick off. Uh, You and I went out over the weekend. We went uptown by you here Mm -hmm. in New York city and we had dinner and afterwards went to boxers boxer there's three boxers now in Um, new york there's one in chelsea yes there's three Uh, exactly there's like one at every
1: point yeah (laughs) one in chelsea one in midtown and then one all the way uptown
0: exactly and but I have favorites, and by the one by you, by far yeah. is my favorite. It's juicy, it's fun, it gets packed. Essentially,
1: it's a. Sport. It's a good layout too. Yeah, you can get laid there, I think too. Yes, but definitely. <laughs> there is, and there's a little boxing ring when you first walk in. That's cute and
0: little boxing ring, but most importantly, I think the crowd is really mixed in. Yeah, Latinos and African Americans, and is. the music is really. Amazing. I think that's why I like it the most. Yeah, it was fun. There was a drag queen that she performs there, I believe, every Friday night, Anita D. D. <laughs> <laughs> like Anita Dick. Big fat dick. Uh Anita D, who's
1: fierce, by and the way. She was killing it. Flips and kicks it. and splits and everything
0: with her bobs all over the place. Sick body. Yeah. Did you ever, did you think with her when we saw her that she's probably like a really hot, sexy man as well? Didn't you get that vibe? Yeah. You probably. know, some drag queens. Yeah. You can see. Wow. No, I've
1: seen him out of the drag. He looks good. Okay. Yeah. We'll He's talk. a sexy Latin guy. He came up to and me. And he lives there too. He lives at like the bar. no, by there, like close by. He is like a regular in the neighborhood too. So I mean that's convenient as well. He's really funny and
0: really good. He he came up to me and said, you probably don't know me, but you met me before I know about your podcast. And And you're like, well, I don't recognize you like this. I know, no, (laughs) but happy that he, she recognized us. (laughs) And especially since we did an edible that night. Oh
1: my God, we were so delirious. (sighs) We were like just laughing at everything in creation and just literally... It's entertaining to go out at night And I guess Just observe And right. so I feel like we observe the whole night So like we We actually didn't really have a lot to drink And we just like one gummy, and we just were just hysterically Silly laughing. And, and laughing and yeah, dancing. And dancing too. Despite the fact that the bar was filled with hot, sexy. Yeah, I don't dick even dancing. really remember what people were around. I, don't I just either. remember it being busy.
0: I know you had your friend around, and I yes. think he was looking at us like we were nuts. Yes, but
1: he was, because <laughs> we were just
0: both on another level. Exactly. But lots of fun. Yeah, thank totally. you for that night. I had so much fun. The other thing that happened. Uh, this weekend in Los Angeles, DTLA, downtown LA, downtown LA Pride happened, and I had a friend, I know I sent the video over to you. Yeah, it looked like so much fun. It looked like a ton of fun. I know And colorful had, and all that stuff. Right. There's a, a big community of Latinx, people that out there that know what I'm talking about. It's like Latinx encompasses queer people mm-hmm. of every denomination, essentially, but... There's even Latin X groups, like music groups that are really cool. The show that I watch represents it Viva on the Stars Network. Uh, it's really cool. They were, there was a lot happening with that. But one of the cool things, they had twenty a twenty thousand foot pink pleasure park that included a swimming pool. Oh my God, I saw that
1: and I was like, did I, I in the clip that you yeah. sent me, it was like
0: just a little bit and I'm
1: like yeah. a random ass pool built into the sidewalk. Yeah, I'm like not sure s-
0: if it was already there or how oh, that okay. occurred.
1: I didn't it get... It looked t- like it was just for this
0: event, Maybe. but it was like a real pool. It was in a place called Pershi- uh, uh, Pershing Square, which okay. is part of downtown LA, which I love downtown LA and I just love the growth that's happening out there in LA and what they're doing and this is the 4th year for DTLA Pride which is awesome. Yeah. My friend It's nice that they
1: have their own like we do here. I mean, we go we have Queens and Brooklyn and
0: Jersey and Bronx because everybody all the communities have their own mm-hmm. pride too. And yeah. I think it's really good to celebrate like that and downtown is it's it's pretty fucking awesome. I love I'm it sure. there. I wish you know, maybe I'll try and get out there one year because there's something about downtown LA I really I want love. to go to
1: Miami Pride sometime. It looks I've like a been, lot, a lot of that fun. Is,
0: and that tends to kick off all of our prides. Yeah, because like the beginning? Some, yeah, they tend to have great weather. Earlier than us. And it's usually, I believe, in April, Yeah, somewhere around there. It's a lot of fun as well. Uh, one of the things... And so my friend sent me a lot of imagery of it. Unfortunately, on the Friday of the kickoff, there was a story that was circulating around in a video, really, of a bar called Las Perlas in downtown LA. And unfortunately, the story goes that there was a few trans women just hanging out, I guess having some drinks. And there were some straight people sitting across from them that started to slur some transphobic comments directed at them, including they wanted to see them dead or kill them, and obviously that escalated with the trans women obviously firing back, right, yeah. wouldn't you? Let me ask you this. I haven't been
1: to other, I think the only place I've been in LA is where our friend lives, and is it, like, in essence, similar to New York being a metropolitan area with a very mixed group of people, or is it not? Like,
0: because this story sounds so like well, something that
1: wouldn't want, happen in New York. Let's address that.
0: And, and let me just finish the story for the audience. But yeah, let's talk about that. And I, I have a little insight on that. The, what escalated, unfortunately, was the trans women, you know, defended themselves verbally. Mm-hmm. And security in Las Perlas came in the video. We looked at it right before we went on They're air like air. headlocking them, They're head- these
1: women. and And the women aren't even fighting back. They're... Obviously, just
0: standing there, still defending themselves, but they're like getting dragged out. Exactly. And, and what we learned is that the perpetrators, the ones that in- initiated the slurs, simply walked out. Yeah. Of, Las of course, just easy. And what ensued, which is kind of a good thing when things happen in our community, is so many people because it was the kickoff of mm-hmm. DTLA Pride. There was a huge protest outside Las Perlas. The next day, Saturday, a night that Las Perlas would normally be open, they, they were shut closed. down. Yeah, <laughs> which is probably smart. I mean, well, yeah. If their they statement were open, they It would be bad. I'm and, sure. And what, you know, they tried to cover up and say that their security protocol, uh, bitch, tried bye. to act in protocol, but the video speaks volumes. Yeah, and clearly did not. And. Even when as far as saying that they would donate to the women, apparently the women work for a social works company or, or mm-hmm. of some sort. And, and they're they like, would we don't want your fucking them, money. Say, yeah, we don't want your money. <laughs> what they do want is change. And what some of the women that we heard talk about is they can't believe in 2019. That this, this these things still, are happening, yeah. But it is. And, and the way that they handle it, too, is just really uncalled for. It reminds me a little bit about the show that you and I love, Pose. Mm-hmm. And for those people that watch, I if people watch the Girls Trip episode, the episode before the season finale, we're talking about FX's Pose, Ryan Murphy's. Mm-hmm. Keep up. Um, there's a great episode on that episode where Blanca, they're all doing the Girls Trip, and all of the other women have their... You know, their looks on their to go swimsuits. to the beach, and it's like
1: a headdress and all Beautiful. decked out. And then this one shows up. Blanca's like the house mother, and she they're like, We're not going anywhere with you dressed like that. She's got
0: Birkenstocks on, yeah, jean cut off shorts. Sally Mae, I think they called her yeah. something like that. Really funny. And then, but somehow they convinced, and one of the reasons she says, She says that I'm not like you all, I have to fear every time. Mind you, this is 1990 or 91. Mm. I think they're in depicting. New York, yeah. I have to worry every single time I walk out my door that the, not just the slurs, but the potential violence that could be directed at me right. and living in that fear and the voices that are directed at me. So she's just trying to be safe and stay
1: low key. Right. And they're all decked out like.
0: But they're, they convince her, which yes, is good. Yes, they did.
1: And then there was a cute moment. And they bring her to a boutique, and they like get her all dressed up, and then she feels
0: comfortable. And they're like, with those legs, you're hiding. Like You're not hiding those. For those that know what we're talking about and watched it, you'll love and appreciate uh, the scene with Electra. It's... J- Simply, it should be called The Read. Oh, my God. And for it's those amazing. that don't, just watch this episode. Yes. Electro, another one of the women on the show, does a quintessential classic read to end all And it's all just reads. like this story of the the people
1: telling you off. They're like, we're trying to enjoy our dinner another table. So for those that don't know, they went to... I was at the Hamptons, or just one of the beaches surrounding yeah, New York. Exactly, and uh, they went to dinner at a restaurant, and they're like hickeying at the table, and then these bitches come over. One of them does, yeah, and prudish. just try, yeah, and she does the same thing, just bitching at them. Like we're trying to enjoy our dinner, and we all know that your men. And then she just has the read of all reads. It's like literally You've the watch best. It. Yeah.
0: There's already some gift files that I have been circulating <laughs> that I love. And I she's love like
1: your J. Crew. Clothes Electra
0: and- is my favorite on that show. I yeah. just love her. But it's to bring it back home with that. It's crazy that in 2019, you know, that's a fictional mm-hmm. sh- that is depicting realistically what went on. But, but I guess what hope. continues to go on, yeah, yeah. and, and shouldn't in L.A. of all places, yeah. So you asked earlier about L.A. Uh, the dynamic such a of huge Latino <clears throat> population, obviously Mexican. I'm Mexican mm-hmm. American. A lot of my family lives uh, in the area surrounding L.A., downtown L.A. and so forth. So I know it fairly well. I what I would say is it's really. Embraced and so it's expanded, obviously, with so much growth mm-hmm. in a good, positive way. And in general, I I think it's very welcoming. However, there's always going to be, you know, and particularly in this environment we live in right now, yeah. there's a lot of
1: Hostility. entitlement of yeah.
0: people feeling that that it's okay to voice your opinion like that in a hostile way mm-hmm. that is transphobic. Homophobic and on and on and on, and so it's sad, but the yeah. truth. Anyways, DTLA, it sounds like they had a great pride in general, and they stood up for it. The actual organization, DTLA, mm-hmm. stood up and said, "We don't." They're going to continue to fight this, which is really good. good. I'm happy about that. Um, one of the things I wanted to talk about today uh, was we talked so much about prep on the show here and the importance of it, as we should there's somebody brought it to my attention that there's another drug out there pep and you said it's pre mm-hmm. uh post exposure and i believe
1: procholaxis yes yes, <laughs> yes exactly. i didn't know how to pronounce that
0: and uh thank you so much <laughs> listener uh, that wrote in and wanted us to talk about it. and FYI i have talked about it and i'm going to right now tell my story it was a, a episode Uh, earlier on that I had my own experience having to take PEP. Like a scare. So what PEP, yeah, Mm -hmm. and just, let's just, you know, break it down from the CDC. PEP, post-exposure prophylaxis, sometimes my (laughs) diction with these words are hard, means taking antiretroviral medicines, otherwise known as ART, A-R-T, after being potentially exposed to HIV to prevent becoming infected. What the CDC also says is, PEP should be used only in emergency situations and mm-hmm. must be started within 72 hours after a recent possible exposure to HIV. If you think you've been exposed to HIV during sex or through sharing needles and work, works to prepare drugs, or if you've been sexually assaulted, talk to your healthcare provider for an emergency room doctor about PEP right away. And... I can relate to this a little bit because I'll just tell the story real quick. It was a few years back. I There was a guy of, of, that I was attracted to. He was mm-hmm. a roommate of a friend of mine, and we had always kind of checked each other out, cut to we come home together, we're getting hot and heavy in my room, and literally at one point he... It's clear that he's being the more dominant, which was fine. Mm -hmm. But he literally, before we could do anything, rammed, and I mean rammed, his dick into my ass so hard. And before, you know, it wasn't even like teasing. Yeah, We weren't at that point even. Mm -hmm. It was just like, he's kind of on top of me, rammed it into me so much so that I...
1: Like, my my reaction
0: was to push him off of me yeah. and run to the bathroom. And I was convinced of one thing, which unfortunately I was, it was sure that there was going to be blood. Yeah. And there was oh. in the toilet and I was livid. Even it makes me a little like, yeah. I don't know, like to talk about it because I living in the night, in the growing up in well, the anal eight- tearing is a thing. Lube is a thing and it's like, It's just not the right thing to do. Right, exactly, and it was force so forceful that I couldn't believe I was right—that there was blood. And this is somebody that I've always, or I've always been panicked because I grew up in the '80s Mm -hmm. and '90s. When, like, a show like Pose shows
1: what it means and how important it is to be smart and just make the
0: right decisions for your health, and how we lived for so long. In you fear. Know, back in the day, it was a two week <clears throat> time frame that you got tested to mm-hmm. find out your results. It did seem like they used the word pose damaged goods. Mm-hmm. It, if you were determined to be the process to wait for the two weeks and then go into a very cold office yeah. with a, a woman or a man holding a folder opening up the... I mean, that whole process. The buildup of that is just, like, so suspenseful. Right. And so I still carry a lot of that with me. So I... (coughs) Excuse me. I pushed that guy off and then ran out and, like, you know, told him to fuck off, get out, get dressed, Mm -hmm. and leave. But that didn't take away the fact of what I was dealing with in my head. So, Mm -hmm. of course googling searching i read about pep and the 70, 72 hours and i even questioned myself for a period like oh am i just in my head about this as 24 hours went by yeah and then no i was right on it and then i i was looking for places 48 hours later and then as we were approaching the 72nd hour i was i realized no stop everything and just go and yeah. i went to a, a clinic near where i live And at the time, I didn't have insurance. I'm not sure if insurance would have covered it or not. But I didn't have, or at least good insurance. And the doctor in the clinic determined that I was a good candidate based on my story and everything that he had heard. Mm -hmm. And easily prescribed it to me. And so I thought, excellent. Went to the CVS to pick it up. And it was five grand. It was that
1: much. Yes. Oh my god. No insurance. I thought
0: it was like five hundred. This is a few years back, and who knows? I mean, and the thing is, this is my story, audience. Obviously, I think you know. Here in New York, we have places like Callum Lord. Yeah. I think there's a lot of clinics and things and facilities that you could get. So please don't write to me and say, "I think my." I just wanted to share my story. Yeah. I, you know, ultimately. You know, I have another friend that also got on it as well from a similar story. Mm-hmm. A th- another third friend of mine told me of a guy who the guy wore a condom and they the guy was fucking him from behind. And
1: but he got a weird feeling
0: and, he, and he, my friend was right that he took off the condom and my friend like threw him out. But this was pre when they had pep. Mm-hmm. And so again, this is really my own... So I took for, I think it's a 28-day, 30-day supply that you take that, for the most part, you're in the realm of time that could kill the virus if you've been exposed. And then I went and got tested, and fortunately, I was negative, which is all good. Mm -hmm. But I tell the story just because I think it's important in a prep era that it's also important to know about if you find yourself in these situations and look into your own communities, because I think now I bet there are like here in New York, Kellum Lord, I bet there's other clinics that you could within the 72 hour mark, you could probably get it yeah. hopefully for free mm-hmm. when you think, I mean, I think I'm, so. Do you know anything about the clinic where you're, you work at? I don't. NYC where you get, I state. don't, okay, but I'm I not bet. sure about that, but I'm sure there are loop, there's ways around it, right? For sure. And everybody should be just know that that's an option mm-hmm. if you feel however you think you yeah. may have been exposed. I think if you just go on the CDC. Well, it's
1: also helpful if you're not on PrEP and you do end up in a situation, it's very quick. So you it does need to be within the 72 hours, which you would have enough, I mean time to figure it out right? And, exactly. and know that you need it and then right. source out exactly. how to get it.
0: Hey guys, Steve Rodriguez here of Tags Podcast. So you want to last longer in bed? Maybe you wanna edge longer. Perhaps you wanna remove the anxiety that we sometimes have to perform. Or maybe you suffer from premature ejaculation. Well, Promescent is your tool to give you confidence in bed. It's a climax control spray that's completely safe that you rub in and won't transfer to your partner. It was developed by urologist. So whether you suffer from PE, you wanna edge longer and last longer while taking the anxiety out of the equation, but replacing it with confidence Promescent is your effective tool in bed. Guys, it really works. Tags podcast listeners, listen up. Get 15% off your order at checkout by using our promo code TAGS15. Go to delayspray.com. Again, use our promo code TAGS15. That's T-A-G-S 15. Let's move on. There's a funny story that came up. It's people who use emojis have more sex. Which I thought was kind of interesting. Emoji use is a complex art. Uh, This article writes, um, it's a CNET article by Mark Sorrells, and he writes that, uh, don't use emojis enough, you're a cold calculating sociopath with no understanding of fun. (laughs) Uh, Use emojis too much You're frivolous, carefree And not worthy of respect It's a mind-filled people (laughs) God Uh, Thankfully, science has come to the rescue Researchers at the Kinsey Institute Surveyed over 5,000 participants And the results were clear People who use more emojis in online communications Went on more first dates And had more sex Interesting With social media and apps like Tinder And I can imagine if we threw in grinder and um scruff yes grinder alone has their own emojis
1: they like, do. yeah they're very odd and strange ones like booty call <laughs> with like a peach and a phone and like just really <laughs> cheesy ones I didn't know that. or ones with like a little man saying hey and he has his hand up and it's just like they're really cheesy
0: and funny they find that, you know, greater emoji use can be helpful. The study found that increased emoji use correlated positively along most steps in a relationship journey. It was un- cor- uncorrelated to frequency of first dates though. So, and, but correlated with increased amounts of second dates, frequent emoji users were more likely to have kissed on dates as well as had sex or entered into a relationship with their dates. Okay. I'm getting on my emoji (laughs) use as we speak. Um, interesting. Do you use a lot of emojis? I do, but I don't really, I don't replace
1: words with them. I just add them to things like, My favorite is like the dinner plate with the fork and knife on the sides because I just I usually use that for how I'm gonna eat ass. (laughs) And a lot of guys find that really funny and like cute and quirky. Like that's just as a meal or like a feast. You're creative. See I I need to use them more. And then I use the peach a lot, which stands for the ass. That's what everybody knows it as, the peach emoji. And then uh, I use the tongue, and I use the the water a lot. But I think every gay uses the water one. That's like sh- busting a nut. The, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's like the three drops of blue water emoji. Yeah,
0: that's that stands for wet again. Busting a nut. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you know the. Drag Queen uh, uh, Courtney Act. Yes, yeah, yeah. I love that was the one season that I really watched, and she has a new emoji for bottoming, just to relate to this story that we're talking about, and it's uh, the emoji. She said this new emoji for bottoming. It's essentially a face and. Two shoulders of a guy that looks like he's bending forward. Oh, my God, yes. The one where he's laying flat like this. This one, his arms are now, and It's just like his shoulders. And it looks like he's bending over. I think I know one that looks even more like bottoming. She goes, I know you all, to to quote Courtney Act, I know you all have used the arrow keys to indicate your sexual position for eons now. Okay, I did that a couple times. That is, Yeah. I always did truly love the diagonal ones the most. I get it. But this is a new world order. No peaches on the timeline or in your bios anymore, people, Jeremy. (laughs) (laughs) We all know that he didn't eat the peach, and that's not a world that any of us want to live in. It's all about this emoji now. She's Wow, this is the one for bottoms. Oh, bitch. Act didn't feel the need to expound on the tweet, which is her right, but that does mean, as of now, we have no confirmation for why the bottom is kneeling, or what a verse bottom, verse top, top, or even a side looks like in this brave new world. That's true. Well, she's only talking about the bottoms, and I get yeah. it. Um, I say you do... Uh, oh, what? yeah, this is it, right? It's cute, this one. It's... Jeremy, show me a picture right now. Yeah, um, it's that. Yes, it's a guy, like, bending... What well, does it look like to you? Like, the effort's coming from behind, so... Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, So... So it reminds me, Jeremy, with all this, you know, emoji use. And I'm not Mister Emoji Use. I use like the basics. Although I love this new one, and I'll, I promise, I'll, I will post it in our show notes uh, this week of what the emoji we're talking yeah. about. But I went out last night, and I thought I was being cute. And I, you know, when I was on the cruise, I bought this hat that uh, it, it simply—it's black, and it simply says "into" with a question, question mark, mark in hot pink. And then I wore a cut-off T-shirt that I got at Folsom East mm-hmm. that says nothing but submissive. So submissive and into. <laughs> and I went out to the New York Eagle and... I was a banner for... Of course. ...conversation. Yeah. And you know want, I like to be provocative. You do, and you want everyone to ask. <laughs> oh, is that you? Well, it you? was... No, I don't. I just <laughs> thought it was fun. You were laughing at this picture. I'll post it tomorrow. It'll probably be our shot. I can't wait. But you hate <laughs> the word... See, I'm old school. I'm not, you know me and audience members that have listened to the show know I'm not Mr. I don't do really well on the apps much. Well, also with the, like, slogans or, like, the short. But my point being is that I, when I do go on those, I would put into on my thing. And you were telling me offline that you hate that. I into? do. Why? How I else are you know. supposed to find out? Put a I peach? Just, no,
1: <laughs> I just like a little bit more words than just into.
0: But what if you've had, no, okay. In the times I've gone, you can on put the, a full sentence together. No, no. Okay, so let me explain. Mm-hmm. What I normally do is, hey, someone's reached out. Hey, how are you? What's going on? Mm-hmm. I might say I'm chilling. I'm doing this tonight. Yeah. And it it's a back. We all
1: say we're chilling or whatever.
0: It's well. What are you gonna really say? I'm at <laughs> I'm know. at the grocery store. <laughs> I'm I'm like in the toilet. I, mean, I just did laundry. You want to like beef it up a little bit? <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. So. <laughs> Shut the fuck up I just shaved my balls Yeah yeah. do you really want to know Do you want to come over Yeah I don't think you really want to know But anyways So I After a communication back and forth Then I might throw out into Because how else Particularly if you've done that conversation back and forth And then you look on their profile And they're not giving away much Yeah Is there anything wrong with that No it's fine well, I'm wearing the
1: hat now. No, the one thing I really hate is when you, like, uh, a lot of... I, I guess maybe the, I'm assuming this, but I've noticed on the apps, people that list their verse top almost never want to bottom or don't bottom. So it's like...
0: Wait, then what people
1: that... Uh, uh, then how are you a verse top? What's the verse part? Or they are only the verse if the other person is verse. Do you feel the same way with about people that
0: post verse bottom?
1: No, I feel like the people that usually have verse bottom actually like to bottom. But I feel like verse top, they don't want to bottom almost all the time. And I I don't know. It's just annoying. And I noticed that. Wait, I'm just being really. When you list your when you list that on your profile, you can say nothing. Yeah. You can say top or bottom or you can say verse top or verse bottom And the one that annoys you the most is when they're verse top and then you hit them up being like, Oh, maybe they have a great ass and maybe they want to like get it eaten or get fucked or whatever and
0: then they never do. And it's like but don't I mean I think the implication and the reason why people put Verse top, and there's been plenty of comedian of types that say, "Yeah, really." Verse bottom, you're really a bottom. <laughs> and people, it's almost that same conversation that which I hate because I do believe in bisexuality. We've certainly featured it on this show. Yeah, when people say they're bi, it's like, "Oh, they're really gay," or "They're really this or that." Yeah, and no, I'm sorry, people are can be, and or just accept that mm-hmm. what they are. But there's this proclivity to. Not believe what somebody p- says. Yeah. And no, think I it's like this. T- so I think when you put, if you were, in my mind, if you put verse top, that implicates that in general, you're probably more likely to top or like to top more than you like to bottom, mm-hmm. but you're open. Right.
1: And And when they're usually not open after you have a discussion, that part is what I'm explaining
0: is annoying. The one thing I would say to you that I've learned with some verse tops in the past is that for, in general, I think they're probably more comfortable topping, but they put... When they might be more open, and I'm just speaking in my experience of what I've noticed, is when they're in a relationship, when they are comfortable with somebody over a period of time. And then they're. Yeah, then they're. Particularly if they decided they've fallen in love with somebody or wanted to go in a relationship and their partner likes to top, you know. Well, then then it also made me wonder if
1: they would be more bottom or do both with somebody else that's
0: also verse. Do you think that's the case? Perhaps I think there it comes in. I, you know you, those labels you can. Yeah, it's not like finite. Maybe and it's we not need to concrete. Say into tonight and then put that Courtney <laughs> Act symbol. Like, what are you into tonight right. or this moment? Yeah, and let's just cut the bullshit out. Right. And what are I, you in the mood for now? Yes, exactly. And there's so many silence. as New York has all these taxis and shit. I know. I know. Um, there was another story that I wanted to bring up to you in particular oh God. because over the past weekend there was buttcon <laughs> and i just could not help but think about you it was here in <laughs> and new york city the pictures amazing with the good girls wearing like a huge ass on her face with her face in the middle it's interesting it was a convention essentially that happened here in new york over the past weekend where f- fellow like behind it individuals gathered to educate celebrate and gyrate everyone's great ass at and being bottom heavy was popular. Though the other interesting thing that occurred was Dr. Goldstein, our good doctor who's been on the show several times, spoke at this. Oh wow! Yeah, they had some interesting guests. They had. Uh, I wish I knew. I would have gone. There was a hot uh, uh, trainer that gave like the best oh, ways to get on your ass. Oh, b- busting yeah, that booty! Hot up. Latino one that. He gave some tips, but Dr. Goldstein talked about, uh, which he's talked about on our show, over douching, mm-hmm. how that can... He's talked about it before. If you use some of the shower heads, you can sometimes um, work at the lining of your ass, which can lead to opening Anal cuts. Anal tearing, and, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. he has a new product that... Is will clean you out, but not as gentler. Mm -hmm. And I want him to talk about it in our season five. Definitely about that new product. So expect that. Uh, There was some all kinds of crazy things. I will put a link on their Tushy, which is (laughs) a cleaner that you can attach to your toilet. You can just buy it. It's not very expensive. You simply attach it. It kind of it's like a bidet okay. that people can buy, and they sponsored the entire weekend and the events. Oh, cool! Uh, there was, you know, they talked about bidets at this conference. Uh, they kind of went there in every way, shape, or form. I love Anal that. beads was another topic. It it seemed like uh, a fun fun time. Yeah, it looks Jorge like Cruz it. and like Tom Cruise, the okay. way they spelled it was the the trainer that talked about it. So anyways, that sounded like a lot of fun. I love how we're expanding in so many ways. And lastly, I wanted to report on a guy that's been on our show before. He was on one of our live broadcasts, Boomer Banks. He, straight up gay porn, um, did a story on gay porn before and after Boomer Banks. So apparently he started his career in 2013 And they did sort of a comparison how he looks, and he looks just. I think he even looks better now. I'm showing Jeremy the picture of you know when he started in 2013 and how he looks now. Yeah, he does look better now. I mean, but he also looks more. uh, I would say sculpted, manly, manly. Yeah, 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 maybe a little bit like the face was when you're younger, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And he looks great in both, but I like better now. Yeah, the other interesting thing that has happened over the years is he was a strict top. I know, I remember that, and I'm just seeing now that that's changed, which is great. Exactly. So he's certainly bottomed, and one of the guys he's bottomed for uh, is Max Connor, a guy that I saw on this web series that I was watching that's not porn, and I didn't know about Max Connor, and it was this web series. That I'm not sure if it's going to come back I can't recall the name right now He was just an actor on it mm-hmm. And then I found out Oh he's an adult performer <laughs> uh, Really hot right yeah, he is. And in the picture we're looking is. at Is he's fucking Boomer Banks That if you had to get fucked by somebody And you weren't a traditional bottom He might be the guy to do it I think you noticed what he's doing right He looks like he does <laughs> All right. Well, uh, again, we are uh, we have one more episode to end out our summer next week. I think it's going to be uh, a best of of season four that I'm going to host. I'm going to give Jeremy the uh, week off and then we're coming back Tuesday, September 10th for our season five kickoff. Expect some new surprises. We're really excited about it. I, yeah, th- I think you're gonna like including our. It's a our- good kickoff to fall back to school. Yep, we've got some new, that. Uh, um, slightly, slightly, and I mean ever so slightly new format that we're gonna introduce mm-hmm. that I think you're gonna really like. We also have a brand new Patreon page. With some really amazing new perks that And Jeremy added tiers too Added tiers that are very specific I know mm-hmm. a lot of people were confused on some of the tiers It's going to be very defined And you're going to know what you're going to get per tier mm-hmm. You can, right now, if you want to look at it You can go to patreon.com forward slash talkaboutgaysex uh, So stay close for all of that Plus some really great special guests that I'm getting together uh, that I, I can't wait for to share with you all. It, thank you so much. Uh, continue enjoying your summer. Have a great Labor Day. And in the meantime, continue having hot gay, gay sex. sex.